versus the San Francisco Giants. New York Mets baseball is a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network and Ryan Grove Extra Dry, the beer with the 10-minute head. And it's brought to you by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you will enjoy today's game. And by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 in your FM dial who urge you to patronize the sponsors who make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you can hear all the New York Mets games at home and away night or day on the FM voice of WKAJ Saratoga Spring. Oh, hi, everybody. This is Ralph Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Jay Stadium, and the start of a three-game series with the San Francisco Giants. The Giants, so far this year, are in third place in their division, the Western Division. They are five games behind the league leaders in their division, the Atlanta Braves. The Giants have a record of 24 wins and 20 losses and playing for the first time against the New York Mets. New York Mets have won 19 and lost 23, and in the Eastern Division, they are in fourth place, nine games back of the Chicago Cubs. And out here today, it is American Legion night. Well, it's a colorful night here, as we get said. It looks like we're going to have the top crowd of the year, with more in store on Saturday and Sunday. Still seats available. If you're around the area, come on out. We'd like to see you here at the ballpark on a perfect night for baseball. This will be the first meeting between the Mets and Giants. There are six games scheduled here this year due to the difference in the divisional play, and three of them, of course, in this series. Right now, the ceremonies, American Legion night taking place on the field with public address messages being sent to the fans here in the stands. While this goes on, let's check out some of the action today in both the National and the American League. Pittsburgh playing at home against Houston, stopping Houston's 10-game winning streak, winning the first game of a scheduled doubleheader by a score of 9-3. Jim Bunning going all the way. Jim now has a record of 5-4 for the year. Jim pitching a five-hitter against the red-hot Houston Astros. Losing pitcher for Houston was Denver LeMaster, his record now 3-6, and, and there were no home runs in the ballgame. Houston bounced back to win the second ballgame 9-6. The winning pitcher was... Fred gliding in relief, he came in the ball game in the ninth inning, and Houston picked up three runs in the top of the ninth to break a 6-6 tie to win it by a score of 9-6. Hartenstein was a losing pitcher, his record now 2-1. In that ball game, Griffin and Morgan had home runs, Griffin getting his first, he was the starting pitcher and was taken out in the third. Morgan got his sixth and came in the fourth with no one on base. The Chicago Cubs defeated Atlanta by a score of 2 to nothing. Bill Ham's the winning pitcher. His record now 4-5 and five for the year. 36,075 in Chicago to witness that ball game. Losing pitcher for the Braves was Reed. His record now 5-3. and three. And no home runs were hit in Wrigley Field. The Dodgers are scheduled against the Philadelphia Phillies. And in the first inning, the Dodgers scored two runs as they took the lead by a score of 2-0 in the top half of the first. But now the Phillies have come back to score three on Richie Allen's 11th home run of the year. And the Phillies batting in the bottom of the first inning, leading by at least 3-2. The pitchers in the ball game, Foster for the Dodgers and Fryman going for the Phillies. Also scheduled, San Diego, San Diego against Montreal. Montreal has lost 13 consecutive ball games. They are hoping to break that losing streak with Mike Wigginer, the starting pitcher. Mike will be on the mound, and he'll be opposed by Dick Kelly of the San Diego Padres. Cincinnati, and they have won seven straight ball games. Also scheduled, they'll be playing against St. Louis in a night ball game. 
In the American League, the Yankees defeated Kansas City 6-2 in the first game of their doubleheader. The winning pitcher was Fritz Peterson. He went all the way and pitched a five-hitter. His record now is 7-5. Mercer and Foy home runs. Mercer getting his 11th. In that ballgame, though, Mercer sprained his ankle and did not start in the second ballgame. Losing pitcher in that first game was Steve Jones, his record 2-3. and three. In the second ball game, which has been held up because of rain, it is Kansas City 2, the New York Yankees 1 at the end of 5. Dan Bronson going for the Yankees, his record 1-7, and seven, and pitching for Kansas City, Wally Bunker, who has a record of 1-2. and two. In the fifth inning, Pepitone got his 13th home run with no one on base. Washington playing a doubleheader at home against the Chicago White Sox, and Washington won the first game 5-4. to four. Darryl Knowles, just returning from duty in Japan, was the winning pitcher, his record 1-0. The losing pitcher was Cisco Carlos, his record 0-1. Bobby Knopf got his second home run of the year in that first ball game. Melton got his sixth, and then Knopf got his third home run of the year in the third inning with one man on. In the second ball game, Knopf got his third home run of the doubleheader. It came in the sixth inning with two men on base. And the White Sox won it by a score of 8-5. to Cisco Carlos, who was the losing pitcher in the first ball game, was the winning pitcher in the second. In that second ball game, the losing pitcher was Jim Schellenbach for the Washington Senators. The Cleveland Indians playing Oakland in Oakland, and they won the first game with a doubleheader by a score of 9-2. The winning pitcher was Louis Tian. The losing pitcher was Raleigh Finger. Home runs by Jose Cardinal, his fifth. Larry Brown, his third. And Tommy Reynolds is second in the ballgame. In the second game, Cleveland out with no runs in the top of the first. Oakland coming up. The scheduled pitchers are Mike Paul going for Cleveland, his record one and two. And George Lazarik just brought up with a record of 0 and all. And now Jackson has hit his 14th home run in the first inning for Oakland. And they lead by at least one nothing as they bat in the bottom half of the first. Going to the bottom of the ninth inning, Detroit playing at Seattle. And Detroit out in front of the ball game by a score of 8-5. to five. John Hiller started for the Tigers. Dobson is now pitching. Marty Patton started for Seattle. And Segui is now pitching. Home runs in that ball game by Cash, his seventh. Comer, his seventh. McNerdy, his fourth. And Mike Egan, his fourth. Minnesota scheduled against Boston. And the Twins are out in the top of the first. They did not score. Dave Boswell pitching for the Twins. His record, 5-5. Five and five. Jim Lombard going for Boston. His record, also on the schedule, Baltimore against the California Angels. So that's the way the action goes around the league while we're waiting right here for the action with the Mets and the San Francisco Giants. And now Gil Hodges being called out to an area back home plate to receive an award from the American Legion men. Casey just joined us. Starting pitchers for this ball game will be Tom Seaver, Tom with a record of 6-3, and, and Mike McCormick going for the San Francisco Giants, Mike with a record of 2-0. and all. Last year, the Giants won the overall series, winning 11, the Mets won 7, and the Giants here at Jay won 5 of the 9 games played. That's the Mets have done with the Giants was back in 1966 when they split the overall series at 9-9. Also being honored with Gil Hodges down there, a former Met, ex-Met, Ron Hunt. Photographers getting both these former Met ball players in position, Gil Hodges and Ron Hunt. It's American Legion night here at Jay Stadium. 
And it's a beautiful night for baseball. The stands here are starting to fill up close to near capacity. The best crowd the Mets have had so far this year, 44,541. That was on opening day against the Montreal Expos. Montreal playing their first game right here in the state of New York. And checking out the standings in both legs at the start of the action today, the Cubs in front by seven games over Pittsburgh and Chicago winning today to increase that lead. Cubs now have won 31 and lost 16. Pittsburgh in second place, St. Louis in third, the Mets in fourth, Philadelphia in fifth, and Montreal in sixth. In the Western Division, Atlanta leads. They have a lead of two and a half games over the Dodgers, and that has been cut now to two games with Atlanta losing. San Francisco in third, four and a half games back. Cincinnati in fourth, and they are a hot ball club on a winning streak. Houston also very hot. They have won 10 of their last 11 ball games in fifth place, and San Diego in sixth. In the American League, starting today's action, Baltimore, the hottest team in the major leagues with a 7.02 percentage, in front over Boston by three, Detroit third, Washington and New York virtually tied for fourth, and Cleveland in fifth. And now here from Shea Stadium, God bless America. Gay crowd here with banners all over Shea Stadium. 
and we're going to have a big one tonight. Checking out the starting lineups for the game. For the San Francisco Giants, the leadoff batter will be the third baseman, Don Mason. Batting second and playing second base, Ron Hunt. Batting third in center field, Willie Mays, and the hand in the background is for Willie Mays as he comes out to home plate with a line of cards. Willie with 592 career home runs in his major league. Years of 19. Batting fourth and playing first base, Willie McCovey. Batting fifth, playing left field, Jim Hart. Batting sixth and right field, Bobby Bond. Batting seventh and catching, Bob Barton. Batting eighth at shortstop, Hal Lanier. And batting ninth, the pitcher, Mike McCormick. For the New York Mets, the leadoff batter will be Bud Harrelson at shortstop. Batting second, playing right field, Rod Gaspar. Batting third in center, center field, Tommy Agee. Batting fourth at first base, Cleon Jones. Batting fifth in left field, Ron Svoboda. Batting sixth, playing third base, Ed Charles. Batting seventh and catching, Jerry Grody. Batting eighth at second base, Al White. And the pitcher, Tom Seaver, batting ninth. The Mets have placed infielder Ken Boswell on the military list. Ken has started serving a two-week reserve duty hitch at Fort Chaffee in Arkansas. That's now 24 players on their active roster, and they're available to bring up one to fill out their overall roster of 25. So, Gil Hodges and Willie Mays going over the ground rules just prior to this ball game before a tremendous crowd here at Bay City. The umpires for the game will be Tony Vincent behind home plate, Frank Sigori at first base, Dave Davidson at second base, and Paul Pryor, the umpire at third. San Francisco Giants have a rather unique record. In their 11 years on the West Coast, they have won 975 ball games, and they have lost 777 prior to this ball game. That gives them a percentage of 557, and that percentage over the last 11 years, the Giants moved from New York to San Francisco, of being the best record in the National League. 24 and a half games better than the Los Angeles Dodgers in that time, but of the fact they have played that much better ball overall in 11 years, they have won only one pennant. And this year they're playing behind a new manager, former Dodger pitcher Clyde King. Clyde a year ago was the manager at Phoenix, and one time he had been the pitching coach of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now the Mets have taken the field, and defensively it's Jerry Grody behind home plate, the catcher, Leon Jones at first base, Al White at second base. Bud Harrelson at shortstop, and Ed Charles at third. In the outfield, Ron Swoboda in left field, Tommy Agee in center field, and Rod Gaspar in right. Tom Seaver getting set to take his warm-up pitcher as he tries to stop the San Francisco Giants. Background, the applause for Cleon Jones. Leon Jones is the Mets' leading hitter against left-hand pitching. Mike McCormick going for the Giants, the left-hander. So 
So far, he has batted 405 against left-handers, 17 to 42. He's hit four home runs, drove, drove in 12 runs. Leon leads the Mets with four game-winning runs batted in this season. So Leon Jones off to a tremendous start. Leon with an overall average, going for him, better than he's ever compiled, of 367. Seven home runs and 32 runs batted in. Tom Seaver with a record of 6-3. and three. Working for the New York Mets, Tom has a lifetime record in the Major League of 38 wins and 28 losses. And against the Giants, he has won three and lost two. And the first batter he'll be pitching to will be left-hand batter John Mason. The throw goes on down to second base, over to Bud Harrelson, to Ed Charles, and back to Tom, and here for the play-by-play, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Gannon. Hello, everybody. Don Mason stepping in there now, left-hand batter, with an average of 243. He's had four runs batted in, and he is the third baseman of the San Francisco Giants. Facing Tom Seaver here at Shea Stadium. A holiday evening attraction and a lot of baseball fans here at Shea Stadium tonight, and they are still coming in. Seaver into the motion, first pitch of the ball game, and it swung on and foul back out of play for strike one. Last time out, Seaver started against the Houston Astros. That was on Sunday. He had won five in a row before losing at Houston six to three. He allowed eight hits and five runs in four innings. Here is the strike one delivery, and it swung on and missed strike two. Seaver's record at Shea Stadium this year is two wins and two losses. His overall record in the National League, three wins and four losses. Ron Hunt has moved out there on deck. Seaver now with a two-strike delivery, and it's a fastball outside, one and two. In the start before the one in Houston, Seaver shut out the Atlanta Braves on three hits. One of his finest pitching performances of the season. Here's a 1-2 delivery. Swung on it on the ground to second. White has it. He plays to Cleon Jones at first, and there's one away. That brings up Ron Hunt, second baseman. He's hitting 220. He has seven runs batted in. Ron Hunt, who came to the Major League with the New York Mets. 1963 was his first year. He had been purchased by the Mets from the Milwaukee Braves organization. He had been at Austin in the Texas League. He became one of the most popular Mets of all time. And in 1964, the Mets' first year here in Shea Stadium, he was the starting second baseman for the National League in the All-Star game. Here is the pitch in there for a called strike. Hunt was then traded on to the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then last year was his first for the San Francisco Giants. Willie Mays is on deck. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to center field. Tommy Agee is there. He makes the catch. Two away, and now Willie May. Willie this year is hitting 323. He has five home runs and 15 runs batted. And listen to the hand for May. Major League Baseball career in 1951. Two 
man out, nobody on base. Seaver with a pitch to Mays. Swung on it in the air, way back into center. A.G. in the warning track and makes the catch for the out. A.G. in front of the 396 sign, hold it down. The side is out, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the first inning, the score is the Giants nothing and the Mets coming to pass. Now here's a word from Ryan Goldberg. Can you imagine a beer without a head? It's like an egg without a yolk. Bread without the crust. It's like pizza with no cheese. Beer is meant to have a head. And Rheingold is a beer that's meant to keep it. Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head. And when the head's still there, so is all the lively beer flavor. Flavor that's made Rheingold the Extra Dry Lager Beer since 1837. The proud Rheingold 10-Minute Head is your sign that this beer is made of the finest ingredients. This beer is truly a great one. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. And for Rheingold, whenever you find me. Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Shea Stadium in New York, and we pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKHA-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Counter and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium in New York. Mike McCormick is out there on the mound. Year before last, he won the Cy Young Award, symbolic of pitching supremacy in the major league. This year he has won two, and he has lost two. And Bud Harrelson will be leading off for the New York Mets. He's hitting 296, Harrelson is, with 10 runs batted in. Hitter, so he's batting right here. Mike McCormick out there on the mound came to the Major League with the New York Giants in 1956. That year he got into only three games and had only three innings pitched. But then in 57, the last year that the Giants were in New York, he had a record of three wins and one loss. The left-hander deals, and it is in there for a call strike. Tony Vincent, the umpire behind the plate. Frank Picori at first. Dave Davidson at second. And Paul Fryer is around at third. Rod Gaspar is on deck. Swing, and it is fouled up. Two-strike count now to Harrelson. It was Harrelson's base hit. And the bottom half of the 11th inning, night before last, it gave the New York Mets... An extra inning victory over the San Diego Padres. Game with the bases loaded in the 11th. One man out. Here's the pitch. In there for a tall strike three. So Harrelson has got looking. One away and Rod Gaspar will be the batter. He's playing right field, and he also is a switch hitter. He's hitting 219 with five runs batted in. He's batting right, of course. 
On the coaching lines for the Mets, Eddie Yost is at third base and Yogi Berra is at first. McCormick takes a look around before getting ready to work. The pitch is in there for a call strike. It's one of the big crowds here at Shea Stadium. Fans are still coming in. We don't get the count until about the seventh inning, but this is one of the big, big ones here tonight. Here's a swing and a looping drive into left field, and Jim Hart comes up to make the count. So Gaspar goes out to Hart in left. There are two men out. That'll bring up Tommy Agee. Dropped down to the number three spot in the batting order tonight. Agee's hitting 275. He has seven homers and 21 runs by the deck. This is an all-right-hand batting order that Gil Hodges has devised against the left-hander Mike McCormick. All nine men in the Mets batting order about right-handed. As the drive to second, taken by Hunt for the out. A line shot, and Hunt went up off the ground and speared it with both hands raised high above his head. So the side is out with no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of an inning, the score is Giant nothing, the Mets nothing. Would you like to do something for the kids of New York? You can by ordering your ticket now for the annual Mayor's Trophy game between the Yankees and the Mets to be played here at Shea Stadium on Monday night, July 7th, for the benefit of the Greater New York Sandlot Program. This will mark the seventh game of the series in what has developed into a keen rivalry between the clubs, and the Mets will be shooting for their third straight trophy victory. So plan to be on hand for all the excitement on Monday night, July 7th, when the Mets and the Yankees meet again. Box seats will sell for the regular price of $3.50, while reserve seats cost $2.50. Advanced orders will be filled at any Yankee or Mets ticket outlet all around the town. So mark the date down on your baseball calendar. The night of July 7th, it's a Monday night, the New York Mets and the New York Yankees for the benefit of Sandline Baseball in New York, the Mayor's Trophy Game. McCovey is up to lead off. He is just safely in six straight games. Willie has drawn 30 walks this year and 13 of them intentional. He's batting 323. He has 13 homers and 34 runs batted in. Big Willie McCovey. Tom Seaver's pitch. Low for a ball. On the coaching line, Ossie Virgil at third base and Wes Westrom, the former Met manager, is the giant coach at first. Seaver into the motion. Here's the pitch fastball in there for a call strike. It's one and one. The Mets with Cleon Jones at first, Al Weiss at second, Bud Harrelson at short, and Ed Charles at third. Ron Swoboda in left, Tommy Agee in center, Rod Gaspar in right. Here's a one-one pitch. Let up curveball low, and it's two and one. Waiting on deck is Jim Hart. Ken Boswell, the regular Mets second baseman, is away on two weeks of reserve military duty. So Al Weiss is in the lineup at second in place of him. Here's a 2-1 delivery. Swung on and missed. Went back to the fastball. It's 2-2. Big stretch McCovey with the number 44 on his back. Out of the batter's box and now settling himself back in. He did safely in 11 of his last 12 games. 
This will be a 2-2 delivery. Fouled off and out of play. Just on the outside corner, and McCovey reached across and fouled it off. Against the New York Mets, since the Mets were formed in 1962, William A's and Willie McCovey have each hit a total of 33 home runs. Each hit four against New York in the polo grounds. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Through the years here at Shea Stadium, Willie Mays has hit eight home runs and McCovey has hit seven. One of the big one-two punches in the history of the game, Mays and McCovey. McCovey leading off here in the top half of the second inning. Beaver again offers 2-2. Her ball is hit deep to right. Gaspar goes back into the warning track. Way back, going, going, and Gaspar can't get it. It's a home run. McCovey hits the ball over the right field fence into the bullpen, and the Giants are out front by a score of 1-0. It was a 2-2 pitch, and McCovey moves into a tie now with Lee May of the Cincinnati Reds for the home run leadership in the National League with 14. A towering home run. Into the red bullpen. Down beyond the 358 side in right field. Now Jim Hart is coming up. Hart has been on the injury list a good part of the season. He's hitting 267. He has six runs batted in this year. Right-hand batter, Severs pitch curveball in there for a called strike. Giants have won 24 games and lost 20. There's a fastball in for a call strike two. Giants are five games behind the Atlanta Braves in the Western Division of the National League. That pitch is low for a ball. It's one and two. Bobby Bonds is on deck. This is a changeup that's low. Beaver with a big changeup, and the count is 2 2. That one came up there looking big as all the world, but was low out of the strike zone. Back to the fastball. It's popped up. Out back to second. Al Weiss goes out of the short center. Agee comes in. Weiss calls and makes the catch. Weiss stumbled a step or two as he backed up to make the grab. One away, and that brings up the right fielder, Bobby Bonds. Bonds is hitting 280. He has six homers and 18 runs better than. Bonds is a right hand batter. Favorite pitch fastball in there for a called strike. Tomorrow afternoon, Gary Gentry will be pitching for the Mets, and Gaylord Perry, who has 1-7 already for the Giants, will go for San Francisco. Here's a pitch a little low at the knees. One and one. The Giants are leading here by a score of one to nothing. Change up, topped on the ground, foul, down past third base coach Ossie Virgil. Bob Barton, the catcher, is on deck. 
One-two delivery, and it turned on and missed for strike three. Say, how'd you like to watch the amazing Mets on your own color TV set? You can if you're a winner on Royal Crown Cola's Win with the Mets sweepstakes. Details wherever RC Cola sold. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Bob Barton watches a pitch in there. Breaking ball for a called strike. Barton's hitting 250. That's four for 16. Right hand batter. Two men out. Nobody on base. David Fitch is foul off to the right side, and coming back is Brody reaching into the field boxes and can't get it. A fan raised up and got a hand on it before Brody could. Brody was trying to reach over into the field boxes and haul in the foul ball, but it fell into the seat, so it is simply a strike, and it's 0 2. Brody sends out the sign. Curve ball swung on and missed. So Brody picks up two strikeouts, or rather, Seaver picks up two strikeouts in the inning. The Giants got a run on a hit, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the second inning, the score is the Giants won, the Mets nothing. Now that the heating season is nearly over for this year, how did you make out this past winter? Did it cost you more than you'd expected to keep warm this season? If it did, it might have been one of two things that proved costly to you. One, every fuel oil is not the same. And clean, fast-burning fuel oil is important to you, not only for the maximum heat, but for the best efficiency of your heating system. And two, perhaps your furnace or heating system needs cleaning. The Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue can help you with both of those problems. First, when you call on the Adirondack Oil Service, Service, you'll receive prompt service from the radio dispatch trucks, and they will deliver the finest fuel oil that money can buy. And if a dirty burner is your problem, Adirondack Oil Service can handle that problem, too. Now that your heating system is not needed all the time to keep warm, it's the ideal time to have your burner cleaned and adjusted so your heating system will operate at its maximum of efficiency and economy next season. Don't wait until you need your furnace operating full-time. Call the Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue in Saratoga now, 584 20 Four five. Facing Mike McCormick, the Mets will send up Cleon Jones here in the bottom half of the second inning. Cleon against left-handers this year has hit for an average of four oh five. His overall average is 369. Leading batter in the National League with seven homers and 32 runs batted in. Listen to the hand for Cleon Jones.
was a high-hopping ground ball that Lanier had to wait for, and Jones almost beat it, but not quite. One away, and it brings up Ron Swoboda. He's hitting 227. He has two homers and 12 runs batted in. Last year, here at Shea Stadium, in the nine games played between these two teams, the Giants won five, the Mets won four. Tied away for a ball. In the overall season series last year, the 18 games played between the two teams, the San Francisco Giants won 11 of the 18. There's a ground ball to third. Mason is up with it. Don Mason's throw across to McCovey in time. Two away, and that'll bring up Ed Charles. Charles is playing third base. He's hitting 119, and he has two runs batted at. The Giants lead by a score of one to nothing. That's batting in the bottom of the second. This pitch is high and away for a ball. One-zero delivery, and it's low. 2-0. We'll be on the air tomorrow afternoon at 2.10 p.m. New York time with the second game of this series. Then it's 2 o'clock on Sunday. McCormick has the sign. Here's the 2-0 pitch. This is on away. So he goes behind 3-0 and now to Ed Charles with Jerry Grody waiting on deck for the Mets. He's in for a call strike. Charles was taking, so it's three and one. Here's a three-one delivery. And it's high. All four. Let's get their first base runner. And the first walk issued by McCormick. It'll bring up Jerry Grody, who's hit safely in six consecutive games. He's hitting 234, and he has 10 runs batted in. Jerry Grody was the National League's all-star catcher last year. During this six-game streak, he has hit at a clip of 429, raising his average from 178 to 234. Covey holds against the runner, Ed Charles at first. Swinging a foul ball off and out of play for strike one. Al Weiss is on deck. When the Giants come to town, of course, there are many familiar faces from the days when the Giants inhabited the polo grounds. Mona Horace is here on the press level tonight. General Manager Jeff Feeney. It's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Broadcaster Russ Hodges. In his 21st year at the microphone for the Giants is alongside... Out of two strikes now to Jerry Grody. Charles takes his lead. 
Giants are leading one nothing, and here's the pitch. Swung on it on the ground, back to the mound, knocked down by McCormick, played to McCovey, and the side is out. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, and one left. At the end of two full innings of play, the score is the Giants one, the Mets nothing. Just two miles out Lake Avenue on the old Schuylerville Road, you'll find a small business with big plans, Strange Gardens. Right now, Ted and Doris have a special price on filling flower boxes. Just give them a call at 584-3236 and tell them your needs. And they will make arrangements to fill your flower boxes at your home if desired. At Srades, double and single petunias are still available at just 65 cents a market pack for the singles, 85 cents a market pack for the doubles. Flowering annuals with 53 varieties at 60 cents each. And be sure to ask Ted and Doris about the WKAJ special on geraniums. The balance of their geraniums at half price. That's Srades Gardens, two miles out Lake Avenue on the old Skylerville Road. A small business with big plans. Second inning home run. The Giants have a one nothing lead. As they come up here now in the top half of the third inning, coming in for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey Nelson. Hi, everyone. First batter for the Giants will be their shortstop, Hal Lanier, followed by Mike McCormick and then Don Mason. Tom Seaver has given up one hit the home run by Willie McCovey. And pitching to his first seven batters. Seaver started the ball game with a record of six and three. He has won five of his last six ball games. Alanir batting left-handed. Overall average at 210. Here with no home runs, eight runs batted in. One extra base hit, a double. Out of 30 base hits, 143 times up. That's playing very shallow and straight away. And Seaver's first pitch, a fastball that is inside off the glove of Jerry Grody, ball one. Seaver has struck out two in his first two innings, striking out in succession Bobby Bonds and Bob Barton. Now the right-hander with the 1-0 pitch is swung on and missed. One and one. Hal O'Neill started twitching several years ago, then gave it up and then went back to it. Batting left-handed. That's his new side. Here's the 1-1 delivery. And it's fouled away. Seaver pulling the string and the ball fouled off the count one and two. Met banners all around the ballpark. One for Ron Hunt, the ex-Met, now with the San Francisco Giants. And many, many for the New York Mets. Next, Olivia Curve lined in the center field. Tommy Agee cannot get to it. He takes it on one hop. And the Giants have their second base hit. That'll bring up Mike McCormick. Never borrow money needlessly, but when you need to borrow, trust HFC, Household Finance, where you know in advance what your loan will cost. McCormick, a left-hand batter, and the Mets are looking for him to try and sacrifice. Mike has been up eight times with three hits, one of them a home run. Now a bunt out toward the first base side. Seaver has but one play after he fields the ball, and that's to throw the first base to Al White, and the sacrifice moves Lanier down in the scoring position at second base. That'll bring up the leadoff batter, Don Mason. 
Mason grounded out to second base his first time up. Craven beat Oakland 9-2 in the first ball game in the second. And Oakland leads after 3-2-0. Detroit tops Seattle 8-5. At the end of three and a half, Boston 2, Minnesota nothing. Also scheduled Baltimore against California. Anaheim, California. Mason, the left-hand batter. And Seaver's first delivery. Curveball grounded out in the hole. Going over twice to make a good play. A throw to Jones is inside. Al White going far to his left. A one-handed back in the edge of the grass. He got his balance. And threw to Jones, who got back to the bag. For the out on the play. Moving over to third is Howlinier. But the Mets have their second out here in the top of the third. And the Giants now have Ron Hunt coming up. Ken Boswell has started two weeks of reserve duty. So Al White playing at second base in this ballgame. Ron Hunt flat out to center field his first time up. Ron batting 219 with no home runs and seven runs batted in. A right-hand batter. And close to the play. Gets hit a lot. Now the pitch. Fastball. It's in for a call strike. Seaver pumping the fastball over the outside part of the plate about belt high. Now the signs go out. Lanier jockeying down the line at third. Here's the pitch. Fastball sliced down the right field line. If it's fair, it's going to be a base hit. It is a fair ball. Lanier comes in to score, and Ron Hunt holds at first base as Rod Gaspar gets to it on the first hop and throws it into second base. So a proof hit by Ron Hunt, and the Giants lead by a score of 2-0. So Ron is eighth run better in, and that brings up Willie May. Right out the deep center field his first time up. Willie batting at 320 and the first pitch is in for a call strike. Giants in front, 2 nothing. They have two runs on three hits. Two men out, top of the third. They so far with five home runs. Seaver back and a curve outside. It's one and one. Mays with his five home runs now has... 592 career home runs. Six away from, eight away from the Magic 600 circle. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball, a hard swing, and a miss by Willie Fowl back over the top of the screen. Mays just a shade back of that high inside fastball. So it's a 1-2 count for Tom Stevens. Ron Hunt at first base. Here's the pitch. Slider swung on him, missed, and Hayes is struck out. Strikeout number three for Tom Seaver. And the side retired. In the inning, one run on two hits, no errors. The man left at first, and the score at the end of two and a half innings, the Giants two. The Mets, nothing. In this 1969 season, leading by a score of two nothing. Willie McCovey's home run in the second. A base hit by Ron Hunt that drove in Halvanier from third in the third. First batter for the Mets against Mike McCormick. And the third will be Al White, the second baseman. Al batting at 125, three hits and 24 times up. And the right-hand batter hits the first pitch in the shallow center field. Will he make playing shallow? Has an easy chance. He makes the catch. So McCormick has not given up a hit to his first eight batters. He has walked one, and now the batter coming up will be Tom Seaver.
Weaver, a right-hand batter with two hits and 23 times up. Last two years, Tom has led the Met pitchers in base hits. And Mike McCormick, a left-hander, starts off and misses low outside. It's ball one. McCormick has one, two, and lost two this year. He has a plus 500 record in his major league career. Pitch back is over at the knees. They're called strike one and one. McCormick has worn glasses since he joined the Giants, his second tour with the Giants, and he wears them at night, which he is now doing. Curveball breaking in, a big rolling curveball. They call strike two. One and two. Mike McCormick from Alhambra, California. And the one-two pitch. Swinging him at strike three, and McCormick gets his second strikeout. Two men away in the bottom of the third, and it brings up... Bud Harrelson batting for the second time. Bud struck out his first time up. Bud got caught looking at a ball third strike. His average is 293. Mets last win. Bud singled in the winning run. Batting right-handed against Mike McCormick. And the pitch is a fastball in for a call strike. Giants, two runs, three hits, no errors. The Mets have no runs, no hits, and they've made no errors. Pitch back and hit to fairly deep left field. Going back after a late start is Jim Hardy. Gets back to the warning track and makes the catch. Jim Hardy is judging the ball at first and then hustling back to make a catch to retire the side. In the inning, a one, two, three inning for Mike McCormick. And the score at the end of three, the Giants, two, the Mets, nothing. Cannot be hurried. Please give us time to prepare it properly. These words are clearly printed on every menu at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake. It's true that properly prepared food cannot be rushed. Mangino's makes all dishes to order. When you place an order for veal scalapino a la masala, it hasn't been simmering in the kitchen for hours nor minutes. Your food is prepared when your order is placed, never before. That's the difference between ordinary Italian cuisine and Mangino's fine food. Not only does Mangino's offer Italian specialties to tempt the palate, but you can also select from a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood equally as delightful to the taste. Enjoy eating Italian food for a change by dining at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. Planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people? Contact Mangino's for their special party menus. Now to the top of the fourth, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. And along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Jay Stadium. And the Giants batting with Willie McCovey up. And the first pitch by Seaver, a fastball outside, ball one. Covey homer to right field his first time up. His 14th homer of the year. His 34th against the Mets. Covey batting at 328. The left-hand batter pops the next pitch up high, high in the air on the third base side. Ed Charles coming in in fair territory to make the call and make the catch. So McCovey is out. The first out of the fourth. The Giants leading 2-0. And the batter now coming up is Jim Hart. Pop the second his first time up. He's batting 264. No home runs and six runs batted in.
right-hand batter being played just about straight away by the Mets. Seaver's first pitch, a good curve, but just off the plate. Ball one. And the right-hander back of fastball, a vicious swing and miss. One and one. Jim Hart has averaged over 25 home runs a year in his major league career. The 1-1 delivery. Change up, but in the dirt. Two balls, one strike. And the 2-1 delivery. Fastball right off by. He really had something on that one. Jim never got the bat off. It's 2-2. Two and two. Now at 2-2, the pitch by Seaver, fastball, swung on and grounded foul, the count remaining at two balls and two strikes. The Yankees scored a run in the top of the ninth to tie Kansas City in that second ball game at 2-2. The Yankees won the first six and six to two. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Curve inside as Jim Hart blocks away, three balls, two strikes. Bill Butler now pitching for Kansas City. Jack Aker going for the Yankees. The starters were Stan Bonson and Wally Bunker. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Fastball foul back against the screen. At the end of four and a half innings, Boston 2, Minnesota nothing. Dave Boswell against Jim Longborn. And that Yankee second ball game, Pepitone hit a home run in the fifth, his 13th. In the first, Mercer had a home run, his 11th. Boy, his third. Change up, grounded slowly on one hop out to third. Ed Charles takes it easily, flips it over to first base for the out. So Jim Hart becomes the second out here in the fourth that brings up Bobby Bond. Time to leading 2 nothing. Larry Heisel has homered in the third along with Mike Ryan, and the Phillies are walloping the Dodgers. By at least a score of 9-3, still batting in the bottom of the third. First pitch to Barnes is inside, a fastball, ball one. Barnes struck out in the fastball his first time up. His average at 278 for the year with six home runs and 18 runs batted in. One old pitch, fastball, line, right down to Cleon Jones at first base. He makes the grab for the out to retire to side in order. And the score at the end of three and a half innings. Now that the heating season is nearly over for this year, how did you make out this past winter? Did it cost you more than you'd expected to keep warm this season? If it did, it might have been one of two things that proved costly to you. One, every fuel oil is not the same, and clean, fast-burning fuel oil is important to you, not only for the maximum heat, but for the best efficiency of your heating system. And two, perhaps your furnace or heating system needs cleaning. The Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue can help you with both of those problems. First, when you call on the Adirondack Oil Service, you'll receive prompt service from their radio dispatch trucks, and they will deliver the finest fuel oil that money can buy. And if a dirty burner is your problem, Adirondack Oil Service can handle that problem, too. Now that your heating system is not needed all the time to keep warm, it's the ideal time to have your burner cleaned and adjusted so your heating system will operate at its maximum of efficiency and economy next season. Don't wait until you need your furnace operating full-time. Call the Adirondack Oil Service on Maple Avenue in Saratoga now. 584 
going to the Met half of the fourth inning as the Mets trail by a score of 2-0. And their first batter will be the right fielder, Rod Kaspar. On the mound for the San Francisco Giants, Mike McCormick. He has retired. Casper batting right-handed, slide out the left fielder's first time up. His average of 260. And a burnt drive, the ball punted in the air, and the third base run, Don Mason, coming in to catch the ball in foul territory for the out. One pitch, one away. And now the batter, Tommy, Tommy Wine toward right center field his first time up and Ron Hunt jumped as high as he could go to haul it down for a brilliant catch. A.T. 0 for 1 batting 273. Giants are leading 2-0. They scored 1 in the second, 1 in the third. Now a high fly ball to deep left field going back his heart of the warning track and he makes the catch. So A.T. has flat out to left for the second out. Two pitches and two away and it brings up Cleon Jones. Leon was out on a good play by the shortstop, Al Lanier, his first time up. Al Field is chopper on the glove side and Nip Jones at first base by quarter of a drive. Jones batting at 367. McCormick, a left-hander, and the first pitch to Jones, taken for ball one. Pitch just off the outside part of the plate. Jones taking all the way, trying to make McCormick work a little bit harder than three pitches for the inning. The one-o delivery. Curveball inside, ball two. Looking around the stadium, it looks like they might have a crowd close to 55,000 here tonight. We see a lot of standing room. Standing room only crowd. Now Cleon steps out of the batter's box after getting time. McCormick taking too much time for Cleon. Now time is in and a 2-0 pitch. Too low, ball three. McCormick trying to curveball and missing below the knee. On deck batter for the Mets, Ron Svoboda. And a 3-0, the pitch. Fastball in for a call strike. Three one. The pitch to Jones. Two low ball four. McCormick has walked his second man. That's the second base runner for the Mets. They have yet to get a base hit, and it brings up Ron Svoboda. Ron hit a chain screwball hard down the third his first time up, and was thrown out by the third baseman Don Mason. On batting 225 with two home runs and 12 runs batted in, and he represents the tying run to the plate. And the first pitch swung on and fouled back out of play. Strike one.
the arm being held at first base by Willie McCovey. He has a short lead there. Here's the pitch. And a high foul ball off on the first base side out of play. Strike two. That time McCormick had the fastball by Juan Svoboda. Two strike count. Mike McCormick. Better left-hander set. And the pitch. High fastball up above the top of Ron Svoboda's helmet over the plate. One and two. Kansas City did not score in their half of the ninth, so that game goes in the extra innings. The Yankees two, Kansas City two. The Yankees won the first game six to two. Now the pitch. Screwball. Foul back out of play. The count will stay at one and two. toward right field. Very light breeze. And again, the one-two pitch. It is one on and missed strike three. Ron Zavota full completely on the curve, had a half swing and was struck out. Third strikeout by Mike McCormick and retires inside. No runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, a man left at first, and the score at the end of four, the Giants do the Mets nothing. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need sporting equipment. The baseball season is now in full swing, and at Walton's, you'll find a complete selection of all your baseball needs. Baseballs, gloves, shoes, both rubber and steel spikes, and baseball bats in a variety of sizes. And remember, if you're a team member, you will receive a discount when you shop Walton's. If you are a camper or hunter, Walton's can fill all your needs, too. For the camper, Walton's carries a complete line of camping equipment. And now is a good time to stop in and look at the sleeping bags, priced from $7.65 and up. Hunters, you can help the busy farmer who is busy beating off the crows or falling in a woodchuck hole. Help the farmer and have fun at the same time. Walton's has the finest farm and hunting equipment, including guns and hand-loading equipment. At Walton's, you'll find rifle scopes to help make those long shots surer, safer, and more satisfying. Shop Walton's Sports Shop on Lake Avenue, Saratoga Springs, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. The San Francisco Giants, two runs, three hits, no errors, and the New York Mets, no runs, no hits, no errors. Bob Barton is coming up to lead off for the Giants here in the top half of the fifth inning. He's been up one time and he struck out swinging. Tom Seaver on the mound for the Mets has struck out three and walked none here tonight. Here's a pitch to the right-hand batter, hit on the ground, foul, back of third for strike one. That'll bring Barton back to the plate. He bats number seven in the batting order of manager Clyde King of the San Francisco Giants. Mets is shaded slightly over toward right. Laying Bob Barton to go to the opposite field. Seaver takes the time from Jerry Grody. Now the pitch swung on it in the air to left field, and Ron Svoboda moves up. He's there, pounds the glove, and makes the shot. 
One away, and that'll bring up Hal Lanier. He's been up one time, had a base hit, and later scored. He scored the second guy at run when Ron Hunt singled him home from third. That was in the third inning. Choking up on the bat, batting left. Here's the pitch, and it's in there for a call strike. Mike McCormick is on deck. Bringing a foul ball. It's back and out of play. One and one. Lanier switch hitting these days. During his career, he has had stretches where he tried switch hitting, and at one point he gave it up. Back to all right-hand batting, and now he's switching once again. Nobody on base with one man out. And the 1-1 pitch. Fastball inside. Moved him back. Two and one. Seaver delivers, and it is low for a ball.
If you're planning a night at the races, why not include dinner at Pennell's? And remember, you're only 400 yards from the new grandstand entrance on Jefferson Street. So take advantage of Pennell's specials each day and remember, you can relax because Pennell's is very informal. Plenty of free parking and reservations are not necessary. Relax and enjoy the wonderful cuisine at Pennell's Restaurant, Jefferson Street in Saratoga Springs. Stop in after the races at Pennell's. Why not do it tonight? Pennell's on Jefferson Street. As we go to the bottom of the fifth, the New York Mets still do not have a base hit off Mike McCormick here tonight. McCormick has walked two batters, and those have been the only two Met base runners. Ed Charles drew a walk in the second. Deion Jones drew a walk in the fourth. So Charles is coming up for his second time now. Better facing a left-hand pitcher, Mike McCormick. Swing at a foul ball, off and out of play for strike one. Jerry Grody's on deck. Giants lead by a score of 2-0. Hart's playing Charles deep and left. That pitch is nine tight. It's one and one. Army takes the time from catcher Bob Barton, offers 1-1. One, one. Get on the ground to third. Don Mason gets a big hop on the infield grass, throws across to McCovey in time to get Ed Charles. So there's one away, and that'll bring up Jerry Grody. Grody's been up one time, and he grounded out, pitcher to first. But he brought a six-game hitting streak into the ballgame here tonight. Farmick's pitch, high for a ball. When McCormick was traded the last time back from Washington to the Giants, he had been pitching for manager Gil Hodges, Washington Senators. Here's the 1-0 delivery, and it is in there for a call strike. One and one. Breaking pitch. One one delivery, swung on and lined is short where it is knocked out. Picked up by Lanier. He throws the first in time to get Grody. Jerry Grody hits that ball. That brought Don Mason in a step or two. That's your batting in the bottom of the fifth at Shea Stadium before a packed house this holiday evening. 1-0 delivery. Swung on. Pops up foul back at the plate. 
Bison comes back to the screen, and this one goes up into the field seat. It's out of play. So they got O's at 1-1 to Al White. Seaver kneeling in the on-deck circle with the jacket on here. Warm evening at Shea Stadium. Almost a perfect baseball night. 1-1 one, one delivery. High and away for a ball. It's 2-1. and one. Ken McCormick sets up and offers 2-1. That's high and away. So he goes behind the wire. Three balls and a strike. The 3-1 offering. He walked him. That's the third walk given up by McCormick. Comes with two men out here in the bottom of the fifth and brings up Tom Seaver. He's been up one time and struck out. Seaver sheds the jacket, powders his hands with Ross, and heads up to the plate. Seaver's had two hits this year. He's two for 24. McCormick checks the runner at first. McCovey playing behind the runner there. Here is a pitch in for a call strike. Start him off with a breaking pitch. Harrelson on deck. Giants lead 2-0 with the Mets batting in the fifth. That's high for a ball. One and one. Cormick steps up again. Goes into the stretch. One pitch. Outside, he goes behind two and one now to Tom Seaver. Giants, two runs, three hits, no errors. The Mets, no runs, no hits, no errors. Two one pitch. In there for a call, strike two. It's two and two. takes the lead. Now the pitch. Going on and foul back. Down holds it two and two. Willie Mays does a little groundskeeping out there in center field for the moment. He's ready. So is McCormick. Wise leads it first for the Mets. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Seaver. Swung on it on the ground. Wide of first. McCovey gets it. Plays to McCormick. The race is on. McCormick gets there ahead of Seaver. About the last five steps, they were running stride for stride. McCormick got to the bag ahead of Seaver. They'll make it a 3-1 play. No runs, no hits, no errors. A walk and one left. The end of five full innings of play. The score is the Giants 2, the Mets nothing. Now here's a word from Reinko. 
When a Rheingold brewmaster does his shopping, he may be 5,000 miles from home, standing on a high knoll surrounded by acres of vines, hop vines. For Rheingold brewmasters shop in the heart of Bavaria, selecting the world's finest hops, hops that cost almost twice as much as domestic hops. Those costly Bavarian hops, plus the choicest domestic hops, brewed into a beer that's aged to perfection, are just a few of the reasons Rheingold holds its head up high. The proud Rheingold 10-minute head, the symbol of Rheingold's quality, the sign of a truly great beer. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer, and for Rheingold whenever you buy beer, Rheingold's head is so high, Rheingold's brewed extra dry, won't you try extra dry Rheingold beer? Rheingold 10-minute head, haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Giants meeting for the first time this year. The first game of a three-game series here at Chase Stadium. The Giants are leading two to nothing as we go to the top half of the sixth inning. And it's top of the batting order, Don Mason up to lead off for the Giants. He's been up twice, grounded out both times, second to first. That's left hand. Ed Charlton on the edge of the infield grass at third. Tom Seaver into the motion, and here's the pitch. Put it on and fouled off for strike one. In the National League, the Pittsburgh Pirates defeated the Houston Astros in the first game of a doubleheader by a score of 9-3 as Jim Bunning got his fifth win, and Denver Lamasta took the loss. That stopped the Houston win streak at 10 straight. Pittsburgh winning the first one, 9-3. Here's a fastball inside, 1-1. But Houston came back to get a split, winning the nightcap 9-6. And the Astros have now won 20 of their last 25 games. Fred Gladding got the win. Swiggy Hartenstein took the loss. Fastball low. It's scoreboard count of 3-0. We thought the first one was fouled off. Perhaps it was just off the glove of Jerry Crody. Tom Seaver again delivers. In there for a call strike. 3-1. Mason was ready to get rid of the bat and start down to first base. So making a count of three balls and one strike now to Don Mason. Ron Hunt waiting on deck. That pitch is low and it's a walk. First one that Seaver has issued tonight. Top half of the sixth inning. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. New York Mets Baseball from 102.3 FM in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Shatter and Bob Murphy at Shea Stadium in New York. The Giants lead the Mets 2-0. They have a runner at first with nobody out here in the sixth inning, and Ron Hunt is up. He's one for two. He's single to right to drive in a run in the top half of the third inning. Mason takes his lead. Seaver sets up and throws over. In the second game at Pittsburgh, Tom Griffin had a Houston home run, and so did the attendance in Chicago, 36,075 for the single afternoon game on Memorial Day. Here's a pitch that's run it on and missed. Strike one, the sacrifice on. In the middle of the fifth inning tonight, the Philadelphia Phillies nine and the Los Angeles Dodgers five. Foster, Alan Foster started for the Dodgers. Joe Mola in the first. And Purden came on in the second inning. Woody Fryman for the Phillies, he's four and one. 
Richie Allen hit his 11th home in the first of two on. Mike Ryan hit his fourth in the third. Larry Heisel hit one in the third. Andy Costco home in the eighth. This ball is running to the first base side. Taken by Seaver. Played to Jones. Hunt sacrifice goes 1-3. And it moves Mason to second base. Willie Mays is coming up. Willie flies to center and struck out swinging so far. In the middle of the fourth inning, San Diego leads Montreal 1-0. Mays leads it first. 1-0 pitch. 
in there for a call strike. In the middle of the sixth inning, the Boston Red Sox, two of the Minnesota Twins, nothing. Dave Boswell relieved by Dean Chance in the sixth. Jim Lombard going for Boston. Baltimore plays the California Angels in Anaheim later. Here's a throw to first, not in time. Mays is back safely. The Giants, three. The Mets, nothing. Seaver steps off. Mays tightens up, goes back to the bag.
and uh, two switch hitters at the top of the batting order. Both, of course, batting right against the left-hander, Mike McCormick. Low for a ball. It's one and one. It's low. Two balls in the strike. The biggest crowd of the season on hand here at Shea Stadium tonight for this holiday evening contest between the Mets and the Giants. There's a swing and a ground ball to short. Lanier gets a big hop, guns across to McCovey, and Harrelson is grounded out. Gaspar is coming up, fly to left, and then trying to bunny his way on in the fourth. He popped up to third baseman Don Mason who made the catch in foul territory. And the second game, Cleveland at Oakland, Reggie Jackson has hit another home run. It's 15th, so he is now tied with Frank Howard for the major league lead in home runs. Jackson had two. It pitches high as Gaspar bluffs the bunt. Bringing Mason in on the grass at third, it is ball one. Marmick, into the motion. Field low and away, so it's two balls, no strike. Tommy Agee is on deck. Agee's hit the ball well both times, but each time right at a defender. Here's a pitch that's in there for a call strike. It's two and one. Gaspar steps out, takes a practice swing before setting himself back in there with an open stance at the plate. It's the same open stance whether he's batting left-handed or right-handed. Says he has it because he's most comfortable that way. That pitch is in for a call strike at the knees. It's two-two. Gaspar questions the call of umpire Tony Benson. Giants are leading 3-0 with the Mets batting in the bottom of the sixth. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground. Third, taken by Mason. Cross to McCovey. Reaches up and hauls it down in time. Big stretch had to do just that, but this time instead of stretching out, he was stretching up to take the throw from Mason. Two away. And Tommy Agee's coming up. He hit a shot that Ron Hutt corralled in the first inning. And he hit the ball deep to left in the fourth inning. Garmick pitches low for a ball. Two men out, nobody on base. For a ball, it's two and all. Catcher Bob Barton sending out the sign. Two oh pitch. Low. So McCormick, who has walked three men in this game tonight, has gone behind three and oh to AG with Cleon Jones on deck. Here's a 3-0 offering. Now 
outside, and that's the fourth walk issued tonight by McCormick. He gives them up the base runner. With two men out and Cleon Jones coming up. Cleon has grounded out and walked so far tonight. And still do not have a base hit off Mike McCormick. Strike two. 
Old-timers day, June 28th at Shea this year, will be a night event of Saturday night. A trip into baseball nostalgia and a tribute to the living members of baseball's Hall of Fame. Now Seaver with a two-strike advantage, fires strike three call. And Martin knew it. He turned and walked away almost before umpire Tony Benjamin got his arm up. For Tom Seaver, his seventh strikeout. Now two away in the seventh. The batter is Hal Lanier. He singled to center leading off the third inning and later came in to score. Seaver out of his wind appears the pitch on the way. A little bit high, one ball and no strike. Air batting left-handed, hitting at 214. Swing on a miss. He had the fastball by him, and the count is one ball, one strike. Al Lemire did not come in for a great deal of attention last year because he did not hit for an average. But when the year was all over and tabulated, he had done the best fielding job. A swing and a miss. It's one ball, two strikes. the National League shortstop last year. Lanier won the Golden Glove. Now Grody setting up the target. The 1-2 delivery fouled in the air down the left field line. Charles gives chase, but it's going to swerve over into the crowd and out of play. Remember the game time tomorrow is 2-15. Lord Perry will be pitching for the Giants. And Gary Gentry for New York. Outside and high, two and two on Hal Lanier. Hal played high school baseball in St. Petersburg, Florida. The 2-2 delivery and a slow curve inside and low, ball three. His dad was quite a pitcher during his National League days with the St. Louis Cardinals. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Get high in the air to deep center. Easy going full speed. Way back, Andy Hess. Easy was playing shallow against Lanier, so he had to hustle. To pull down the drive just before he reached the warning track. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Seventh inning stretch time at the end of six and a half innings. The San Francisco Giants 3 and the New York Mets nothing. New York Mets fans living in the Bronx They're making plans to attend a home game here at Shea in the very near future. There is bus service to and from Shea Stadium before and after every home game. There are buses leaving one hour before each game from Fordham Road and Webster Avenue. Buses from the Bronx also leave 45 minutes before each game from Parkchester at the UJ Grand Circle. This service is in addition to the regular express buses which leave two hours and one hour before each game from the George Washington Bridge bus station. That push at Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn and Bay Street at Borough Place in Staten Island. All buses return from Shea Stadium to their starting points up to 20 minutes after each game. Charles and Jerry Grody will try and break.
straight through against veteran left-hander Mike McCormick. Mike McCormick has won two and lost two this year. Last year he was 12 and 14, but only two years ago. He was a 22-game winner and the winner of the Cy Young Award. Jim Hart has come out of the Giant lineup, and Ken Henderson has taken over in left field. Hart has been hurt. And Ron Swoboda leads off against left-hander Mike McCormick. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. A swing on a low-breaking ball, strike one. Ron Swoboda has bounced to third and been struck out, nothing for two.
McCarmy coming back from the home run has retired the next two batters, but now coming on is Al White. Al has flied to center and drawn a walk, nothing for one. Amos Otis has come out on deck to bat for Tom Fever if White keeps it going. And a pop foul down the right field line. McCovey is in pursuit. Coming over is the right fielder, Bonds. Neither has to play. Ball lands in the field box area, about two rows back. So Weiss, who was running it out, comes back with a one-strike count. Cardinals ahead of Cincinnati, 2-0. Ball one. 
relief in the first inning by Jack Fitcher. Bob Gibson is the Cardinal pitcher. Now the pitch to Mason. He pops the ball up. Out near the mound. Seaver is calling for Charles. Charles comes past the mound, takes it for the out. So two men away in the top of the eighth inning. Now the second baseman, Ron Hunt. End of sixth inning in Philadelphia tonight. The Phillies lead the Dodgers 10 to 6. The Phillies have hit three home runs. The Dodgers have hit one. Richie Allen, Mike Ryan, and Larry Heisel homering for the Phillies, and Andy Costco for the Dodgers. San Diego and Montreal are tied one to one at the end of five. Kelly pitching against Wegener. The Expos trying to snap a 13-game losing streak. Here's the pitch on the way, low and outside to Ron Hunt. Ron has one for two and a sacrifice. His sacrifice bunt helped to build a run, the third of the game for the Giants in the sixth inning. The 1-0 delivery, fouled down the right field line and now veering over into the crowd. You know, it takes a certain careful skill to lay down a perfect bunt. And it takes a special skill to grow up. Great beer. And when that beer is Rheingold, you can see that skill right there in your glass, standing firm and proud. The Rheingold 10-minute head. The sign of a truly great beer. Hard slider outside. Two balls and one strike. Second game of the doubleheader in Kansas City is down the last of the 12th inning with the Yankees and the Royals tied 2-2. Two Ground ball hit down to hit Charles at third. He has the big hop. Throws to Cleon. The side is up. So Tom Seaver gets the Giants in order in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of seven and one-half innings, the San Francisco Giants three and the New York Mets one.
top of the eighth inning. Amos Otis batting for Tom Seaver. The Mets trailing by a score of three to one. Now McCormick Wines. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's outside, ball one. Over the first seven innings, McCormick gave up just one hit. A home run by Ron Swoboda. Now the pitch to Otis at the letters for a strike. One ball, one strike. Amos batting at 145. A 1-1 delivery. And a curve misses inside. Two balls and a strike. And Barton, as a giant catcher, did not agree with umpire Tony Benson. Ron Taylor warming up for New York. Ron will be out to pitch in the ninth inning. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Otis. Low, it was down in the dirt. And the count goes to 3-1. Bud Harrelson on deck and then Rod Gaspar. Now manager Clyde King of the Giants sends the sign to his bullpen. His ace fireman, Frank Lindsay, a right-hander, will warm up, along with left-hander Joe Gibbon. Fastball over, a strike, it's 3-2. McCormick has walked four and struck out three. The payoff delivery and a high fly ball into left field. Ken Henderson in a couple of steps, and he has the catch with no trouble. So one man away, and now the leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson. deep left field and bounced to short nothing for three and he pops this one high in the air to short left center Henderson and Mays converge Willie calls and makes the catch so too quickly retired at the last of the eighth inning and now Rod Gaspar the number two hitter in the order Gaspar has lined out to left, fouled out, trying to bunt his way on, and grounded out third to first, nothing for three. Gaspar hitting it 212. Pitch by McCormick. Low inside, ball one. The two switch hitters on the Mets, Bud Harrelson and Rod Gaspar both hitting much better batting left than they are hitting right. Pitch to Gaspar, hit in the air to deep left field, back by the wall, it's very good, and there it goes, a home run! Tommy Agee and the Mets are one run behind. 
Kirby got it. He's lined up the pitch. Swing and a miss. Drag one. Correct myself. Gaspar is hitting much better right than left average wise. Harrelson is hitting higher batting left than he is right. And the crowd is alive. And a foul ball jammed back toward the crowd. Three to two. Giants last of the eighth inning. Getting a run on the seventh and a run on the eighth on home runs by Ron Swoboda and Rod Gaspar. Now a two-strike count on Tommy Agee. McCormick got to be flying up the pitch. A little bit high and Tommy laid off. One ball and two strikes. And Cleon Jones is waiting on deck. Now Agee waits. It's a ground ball toward the middle of Agee. Cardinals lead Cincinnati 2-0 at the end of three. We 
with Gibson on the mound, and that game is being held up because of rain. And the New York Yankees beat the Kansas City Royals 6-2 behind Chris Peterson. In the first game of the doubleheader, Bobby Mercer hit number 11. The second game was in the 13th inning tied 2-2. Left the game with two down in the eighth inning. He gave- 
Gave up only three hits. Had to throw to first, not in time. Ron Swoboda is the on-deck batter. Ron Homer for the first hit off McCormick. Leading off in the last half of the seventh. Now the pitch. The runner goes. Ground ball. He cleared the hole.
four and a third in relief in a game against Houston for a victory. Lost the game in relief to Pittsburgh and lost the game in relief to St. Louis. Veteran southpaw, Joe Gibbons. Something extra, and it almost went all the way. 
Now one ball, two strikes to Duffy Dyer. Leon Jones on third. Ron Swoboda is on first. Veteran left-hander Joe Gibbon is the relief pitcher. Dyer cocks the bat. Brown is fouled on the third baseline. He just got a piece of it. Three runs, four hits, no errors. The Mets, three runs, five hits, no errors. Now Gibbon picking up his sign from Barton. The infield and the outfield straight away. Here's the pitch. Ground ball hammered towards shortstop. The mirror grabs it. He waves from his knees. Retired, the Mets take the lead, scoring three runs. On five 
Two-handed hit. No errors and two left on. And at the end of eight innings, the New York Mets four, the San Francisco Giants three. This is Bill Cosby. When I was going to college, I realized that many middle-class and upper-class college students didn't realize what was going on in the poverty area. And so, when it came time to teach children from the poverty area, they couldn't very well communicate with them. You have to learn how to communicate with kids who would probably never make it because they were missing out on a good education. Now, today, college kids know what's happening. Now, if you're one of these college graduates who understands the ball game and wants to change the score, think about joining the teacher corps. It's two years of tough work in poverty area schools and communities, plus a tuition-free master's degree with $75 a week. Sounds challenging? You better believe it. Right Teacher Corps, Washington, D.C., 20202. Ron Taylor is pitching for New York. Wayne Garrett is now playing third. For Ron Taylor, his 16th relief appearance of the year. Ron has won none and lost one. Last relief outing was on the 24th against the Houston Astros. Wayne Garrett is going to hit in the ninth position. And Ron Taylor is sitting in the sixth position. And Ron Taylor and the Mets are going to have to do it the hard way. Willie Mays leads off in the ninth inning. Darrell Walt Mays with McCovey waiting on deck. 
One's as tough as the other. Now the wind-up, the payoff delivery. Great Outside, one ball and no strike. 
Johnny Agee is leaning to right center defensively against the right-hand batter, Bobby Bond. And Swoboda gives him the left field line. Here's the pitcher on the way. Over the outside corner, a ball strike. One ball and one strike to Bobby Bond.
If you're planning a night at the races, why not include dinner at Pennell's? And remember, you're only 400 yards from the new grandstand entrance on Jefferson Street. So take advantage of Pennell's specials each day. And remember, you can relax because Pennell's is very informal. Plenty of free parking and reservations are not necessary. Relax and enjoy the wonderful cuisine at Pennell's Restaurant, Jefferson Street in Saratoga Springs. Stop in after the races at Pennell's. Why not do it tonight? Pennell's on Jefferson Street. This was a good one before the biggest crowd of the year. The big crowd tonight at Shea Stadium was 52,272, and they saw a very exciting ball game. The Giants took the early lead in the ball game. Stretch McCovey hit a home run into the bullpen in right field, leading off the second inning. For McCovey, his 14th home run of the year. Tying him with Cincinnati's Lee May for the National League lead. The Giants scored again in the third inning. When Hal Lanier, single to center, was punted to second by Mike McCormick, crossed over to third on a ground out, and came in to score on a Texas League single to right by Ron Hunt. That made it 2-0. The Giants got their final run in the sixth inning for a 3-0 lead. Don Mason reached on a walk, was punted to second base, and Willie Mays single to left. Mason stopped at third. But McCovey picked up his second RBI of the game with a sacrifice fly. Meanwhile, Mike McCormick was pitching a no-hitter. He had a no-hitter through the sixth inning. Leading off in the last of the seventh inning, Ron Swoboda, who had a brilliant night, hit his third home run of the year. It was a long blast over the wall in deep left center, clearing the wall at 396. McCormick settled down, retired the next three batters, and it was 3-1 to one as the Mets came in to hit in the last of the eighth inning. There was no indication of what was to come. McCormick retired the first two men up in the last of the eighth inning. So with two outs and nobody on, things did not look rosy. But Rod Gaspar got his first major league home run. A line drive into the visiting bullpen, and it was 3-2. to two. Tommy Ricci singled to center. With a hit-and-run play on, Hunt broke to cover second, and Cleon Jones hit the ball back toward his vacated position. Hunt was able to knock the ball down, but not get Cleon. It was a base hit. Ron Swoboda then delivered another big hit. A single to right center field, bringing home Tommy Agee with a tying run. At that time, Joe Gibbon was brought in to face Duffy Dyer. Dyer, battling every inch of the way, tossed one toward the hole at short. Lanier made a backhand play, slipped to his knees, tried to throw from his knees, could not get enough on it. Dyer, hustling all the way, beat it for a hit, and the winning run crossed the plate. As Sean Jones came in to score. So Duffy Dyer drove in what proved to be the winning run. The winning pitcher is Tom Seaver, and he pitched brilliantly. In eight innings, he allowed three runs, just four hits, walked one, and struck out eight. And Ron Taylor came on for a dramatic ninth-inning performance in which he struck out Mays and McCovey, and after Henderson single, got Bobby Bonds on a pop-up for the final out of the ballgame. So the line score for the New York Mets, it was four runs, six hits, no errors, and six left on. For the Giants, three runs, five hits, no errors, and three left on. The winner, Tom Seaver, his seventh victory of the year against three losses. And the losing pitcher is Frank Lindsay in relief of Mike McCormick. He now has won two and lost two. For Ron Taylor, his second save of the year, both have been for Tom Seaver, and it was a thriller. 
Game time tomorrow, 2.15. Gaylord Perry, a seven-game winner, pitching against Gary Gentry. Hope you're planning to be on hand. Once again, the final score tonight, the Mets four and the Giants three. Students, today, students, we're going to talk about how to inhale a cigarette the way real smokers do. Now, watch me closely.